This is Kira. This is Ella. And, and welcome, welcome back to, to the Quadcast. been going on at college um not too much at the moment SWATVAC is currently here yes we are currently in SWATVAC as of recording yeah but when this is released we'll be in exams so that's exciting good luck to everyone out there who's doing exams we're sure you're gonna absolutely smash it yeah and also we have RBOT at the moment the best part of SWATVAC yeah Although, and exams. Although it's been a bit disappointing lately. I mean, to be fair, there's only like half the amount of people here. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's yes, not going to be as big as usual. Yeah, but yesterday we didn't even have scones, and everyone knows that's the best part of Arbotees. I've got to disagree. I like slices. No, it's the scones. They're just so good. Yeah, but like a slice has like chocolate, like Rocky Road. There's just so many flavors rather than just flour. Okay, well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> but what else has been happening? Well, there has been talk of Rio Week coming up. Oh, yeah. We're not fully sure what that'll look like yet, but um, it's going to be really nice to have another week to kind of get to know everyone, have yeah. some fun activities. It should be good. Yeah, it'll be really exciting to see everyone together again. Yeah, definitely. What else has been going on? Um, we had another formal dinner recently. We did. Props to the people who organised that. Yeah. <laughs> Great work. Um, we had galaxy theme. Yeah. Or, like, space, space theme. It was so cool. Yeah, it And was the decorations good. were super cute. They were very cute. And then we watched the movies. I hosted Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And I, I was there. That was pretty much the only one... That was really popping off. <laughs> but Guardians of the Galaxy is some good shit. It really is. No, it was a really, really nice night. Very, yeah. Very chill, very casual. We loved it. Yeah. What else has been going on? Well, the Freshers have once again done something unhinged. What's that? So they've all got this app that tracks when you poo, when you shit. Yeah. Um, so that they can, like, all know when they're all shitting. Yeah. Which, like... I don't know about you, but is a boundary I've never crossed with my friends. No, quarantine's really doing some weird <laughs> shit, excuse the pun, <laughs> to everyone at college. Um, yeah. It's not all freshers, just a select few. Yeah, but the unhinged ones. Yeah. They do have a group, and they do check when each other have shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys okay? Partial care is here when you need yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else going on at college? The cafe is back. Oh, I love the cafe. The cafe is what's getting me out of bed early. Yeah. It's so good. It's free. Yes. And you can't go wrong with it. Oh, it's amazing. So thanks to the GC for sponsoring it. Yep. Big thanks. And also thanks to Lai for giving us excellent coffee. Yeah. Every day. Lai's the best. Yeah, he is. So there's something else we'd like to mention. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Uh, So there's a global issue that has come to the forefront recently of the Black Lives Matter movement, 
And we want to acknowledge that this issue, however, is not one that has just popped up and is an ongoing issue created by colonialism and historic structures that continue to create inequality today and in Australia as well as worldwide. Yeah. We wanted to talk about it briefly because it seems irresponsible to completely ignore it and stay silent. But we will go into more detail later on. We support the protest... We support the protesters and know that we can never fully understand as white people the experience of living as a person of colour. But we have a responsibility to do what we can to dismantle the structures of oppression to dismantle the structures of oppression that continue to unjustly target people of colour. So with that, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the land of the Wurundjeri people and sovereignty was never ceded. We would like to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the bad advice section, your favorite section, where we give excellent advice that you should not follow. But have a a bit of a laugh. So Kira, this first question comes in from Smiley. Yes. And they ask for advice for people who are feeling nervous about coming back to college, especially first years who didn't really have the opportunity to form strong bonds with people. I think um, remember that you're not the only one in that boat. There's a lot of people coming back who... Didn't get a lot of time to experience college. Um, so if you come back and you're like, oh, everyone knows each other and I don't feel like I know anyone, there's probably quite a few other people who are kind of floating around going, feeling the same way, trying to connect up with them. What would you say? Yeah, no, remember that there are only 80 p- people at college at the moment. And that's, and I'd say about half are freshers. Yeah. And so the other half of freshers are coming in without with having the same experience um we also have rio week and that should hopefully help just like getting everyone comfortable with each other again yeah and also college is pretty friendly you can go up to someone and just start talking to them and people are pretty receptive yeah if you're someone who did stay and say you're a fresher who's made pretty close friendships over this um quarantine period try and step out of your comfort zone when everyone comes back and connect up with people that you might not have spoken to much There's probably a lot of people coming back who are quite nervous about this. And they could be across the hall. They could be your sinkies and stuff. So do what you can to make them feel welcome. Yeah. Embody communitas. Yay. Next question goes in a little bit of a different direction. And it comes from Fuzz. And they ask, is cereal soup? That's a great question. (laughs) And it depends how you define soup. Mm -hmm. So if you define it as hot, but then gazpacho is soup, but it's cold. And then soup does have chunks and so does cereal. But is it because it's blended or it's being cooked together? Because milk and cereal haven't been cooked together. I'd say cereal is not soup because words have meaning for a reason. And if we just start debating the meaning of every word, then we descend into chaos. Yeah, that's also true. (laughs) So basically, I think the underlying thing here is cereal isn't soup. And I'm a bit concerned for whoever sent that in. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit concerned that you were like, this is a debate that we need the RAs to talk about. Yeah, so if this is for an argument, cereal isn't soup. No, it's not. And we definitively say that with the authority we have. Um, this next question comes in from Digger. And this is quite a hot topic. I was there for <laughs> mm-hmm. this conversation in the dining hall. I think we're the instigators of this conversation. <laughs> so it's gotten around college. 
Um, and they ask, how do you take your t-shirt slash jumper off? I'd like to say to whoever who sent this question in, why are you so interested in how I take my clothes off? Bow to growl. <laughs> nah. Um, it was just a question that was going around. Yeah. I think, um, how do I? Sorry, I'm just going to strip in your room real quick. I think I go neck. Like, have your hands over your neck. Yeah. And then pull it off. And then pull it off. That's um, kind of the guy way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. I think I found out I have two different ways. Normally, I'll go with one hand out mm. the sleeve and then take my shirt off. Or I'll do crossways in front Ooh, and then pull it up. Spicy, I know. But um, for those of you at home and not co- and not at college, this was a question that did go around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all going a bit mad in quarantine. Yeah, so you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> this next question is from Dizzy, and they say, "What movie would be greatly improved if it were made into a musical?" I haven't actually thought about this question. Do you have an answer? Um. Give me a couple seconds. It's yeah. got to be something very, um, like, funny to be put in it. Ah, Saw. I was going <laughs> to... I was thinking of horror movies, and I was like, what horror movie would be good to have? Yeah, that yeah. would be pretty... Oh, Halloween. Mm. Oh, no, 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 Friday the 13th. Mm. And there'd be, there'd be a whole song about the mother. Mmm, yeah. That would be pretty I good. think horror movies would just be funny. Yeah, as musicals. Ah, um, oh, have you seen... I. I could, could have sworn I've told you about this before. There's an It musical on YouTube. No, yeah, you've oh, shown me clips from it's it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend checking that one out. It's hilarious. Um, the final, like, conflict takes the form of a Britney Spears dance battle <laughs> between Pennywise and the Losers. So, like, ooh, high art. Yeah. That, that, no, that, it did look good. We did watch a couple of the videos for it. Yeah. I'm just still trying to think of another movie that would work. <laughs> Marley and Me. Oh, no. Marley and Me as a musical. Oh, no. <laughs> the dog is a character that sings songs. No. That would be so sad. Do you know what actually make a good musical? What? Night in the Museum. Oh, yeah, that would be good. That would be chaotic good. I don't think I can think of any movies. I might blurt it out later on in the podcast. Okay. I'll be thinking of it. In the end, I think every movie would be greatly improved if it were made into a musical. Yeah. No, that's a fair that's a fair one. Okay. This next question comes in from Sparky. Um, and Sparky asks, Who out of the RAs are most likely to be arrested and why? Excluding Kira. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I feel targeted. Um... Ian. I also had Ian come to my head, but I don't know why. I think Ian would just be like... Accidentally get arrested. I can see him very easily accidentally getting involved in something dumb. Yeah, well, he did set off the fire alarm. Yeah. I think he, yeah, I think something really stupid that he didn't mean to get arrested for. Yeah. But he did, and he just kind of gets into it. And then Jimmy will come and have to bail him out. Yeah, I, I can see that happening very easily. Yeah. Sorry, okay. Ian. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> Let me have a look at my phone to see the other RAs. <laughs> um, potentially Caitlin. I feel like she'd just get so done with someone's shit, she'll... She'd kill them? Punch them. Ah. Uh, assault, not murder. Love you, Caitlin. <laughs> cool. Next question. Oh, okay. This comes from Cobra. And they ask... 
are psychology students science students? Um, as a non-psychology student, I'm not too sure. Yes. Psychology is a science. Yeah. I was, it is. I learned to, yeah, I was going to say like it's more, you do learn all like the chemical pathways and you do stats for it and that kind of thing. I was just trying to think of all the humanities side. Yeah, I mean... You can kind of look at it, but I think it's more of a science than it is not. Yeah, and in the end, like, I'm a, I'm a psychology major for context, um, and I'm also an art student and a criminology major. There is such a huge difference between the way psychology, like, tackles stuff and crim does. It's yeah. so, like, more based in science rather than, like, um, social sciences. And also, I think... Like, if we think that medicine is a science and psychology mm. isn't, that just says that we value physical health over mental health. Yeah. So, yeah. Get wrecked. <laughs> okay. Next question comes in from Jack Hammer. And Jack Hammer asks, what fun thing would you make a block if you had to knock it down Ooh. and rebuild it? Ooh. I just came up with one. Oh, yeah. Hit me. It would a haunted house. Yes. Like, you have a haunted house tour, or, like, yes. pretend it was, like, an asylum. Yes. Or a laser tag. Imagine doing laser tag in, like, C-block. That would be amazing. Or paintball. Yeah. <gasps> That'd be so cool. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. I love both of those. Also, add to that, escape rooms. Ooh. Yeah, you That'd could have quite so a fun. few... That'd be Escape fun. rooms in a block. I yeah. quite like that as well. Like just a mini arcade. And mm. I, I think I think I also would get rid of C block. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's in the middle of everything yeah. and I feel like it's quite accessible for everyone to go into. Yeah. And also it's the oldest block. Yeah, like hollow it out, turn it into something really fun. Or EFG could be a haunted house block. Oh yeah. Because you go through and up. Mm. That would be quite good. Yeah. And it's dungeons as well. That's true. That yeah. is true. And it has a kind of creepy vibe. Yeah. Kind of looks like prison blocks. So yeah, sure. this is our application to Brenda and Jimmy. Please fund one of the blocks becoming a haunting house slash paintball slash laser tag slash escape rooms. We're just, we're just really bored in quarantine, <laughs> please. <laughs> okay, the next question comes from Gigi. And they ask... Do you believe that college is haunted? Yes. <laughs> and I know Jimmy listens to this, and I know Jimmy says no. But, <laughs> but Jimmy's wrong. Um, I lived in Bannocks last year with Caitlin and Christine, and we all saw, like, a dark kind of motion go past our doors. And these were at separate times, and we hadn't said this to each other until Caitlin went. So there's, like, I've been seeing this thing, and I was like, is it the the blur and she was like yeah it is and anyway basically we think it's haunted yeah um i've heard that Ginny and claudia also think their sink room is haunted yeah i mean last year a bunch of kids did a seance in efg did Did, they yeah didn't you hear about that they Mm. did like a ouija board and seance and stuff in efg oh it was like like kachow and all them oh did they yeah they actually did don't look at me like that okay Yeah, well, EFG, one of the dungeons, I wouldn't be surprised if someone died in there. Jesus. (laughs) Look, like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, I I think college is less haunted than other places, than the other colleges. Yeah. Like, I couldn't sleep in somewhere like Queens or 
Newman. Or Newman. Newman oh, looks haunted. So haunted. And it doesn't help that they have the homeless Jesus statue outside and it scares me every time I walk past. Yeah, no, I think if anything, Newman will be the most haunted. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, so anyway, college is haunted. Um, come talk to us if you don't think it's haunted. <laughs> or if you just want to talk about ghosts. <laughs> and that's specifically at Jimmy. Jimmy, you got to keep this debate going. I'm sorry, ghosts exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I um, raise you? College is haunted by the ghost of my good grades. What? As in, my grades died. Oh. And they haunt this college. <laughs> That's so sad. But also really true. <laughs> Not for you, just like specifically, but like I feel that. <laughs> and that is a great segue to our next question um, <laughs> from T Bone. T-Bone asks, what do I do if my marks for the semester aren't what I expected? Let me tell you about this one because, oh, I feel like I've lived with this one every semester since first year. Um, you just got to move on, dude. Like, in the end, it happened. It might not be as good as you wanted to get. But number one, there's a global pandemic going on. Like, you're not going to perform as highly as you'd expect to, no matter what. Um, and number two, like... Worrying about it retroactively isn't going to change it. Yeah. Um, you tried your best. You did really well. No matter what you got, you did really well because you did it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it also doesn't matter this semester. Like, your marks don't count. Yeah. And that... Like... Yeah. And we... Well, I know I do. Set, like, high expectations for ourselves. Mm. And it's fine not to meet them. As Kira said, we are in a pandemic. And... Sometimes it's just life that happens. You know, you don't get what you quite thought you wanted. Yeah. Um, also, you are more than your marks. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth... When you get your marks, you will you might be really disappointed in yourself. But remember that you are an incredibly strong, like, talented, intelligent individual. And one semester of marks does not change that. Yeah, and if you take on the perspective, will I care about this in five years' time? Yeah. That generally tends to solve a lot of things. Yeah. You go, well, what will this mean in five years? Some bad grades, I don't, it won't be the end of it. Yeah. So keep on keeping on. Yeah, and we love you and we believe in you. Cool. And this last question comes in from Sparkle. Oh. And Sparkle asks, how do I keep occupied during the mid-sem break without getting bored? Um, oh, I don't know. I, I'd quite like to be bored at this point. Yeah. I'd love to have nothing to do. Um, start a new hobby. Like, do stuff that, like, you don't have time to do in semester. Paint yeah. some stuff. Bake some stuff. Um, if you're staying at college, spend the time to get to know more people. If you're st staying at home, spend the time to, like, catch up with like high school friends and stuff maybe yeah if you can do that yeah then yeah totally i think just try and chill out a bit you've had a big semester yes. whether it's your first semester of uni or your third or your fifth like mm -hmm. semester is always really draining especially something like this semester which is totally unprecedented so chill out um keeping occupied come up with weird things you can do yeah. Like a checklist or bucket list. Yeah. Just come up with some wacky things and 
keep on going with that. Yay. And that's the end of this segment for Bad Advice. We hope you don't take it to heart. Welcome back. Um, today we have Adele with us. Hey Adele. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for like, having me. It's such an honour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be sassy or you're leave. <laughs> so we've got Adele on because Adele is very passionate about the Black Lives Matter movement, which is obviously an issue that is very prevalent in the media at the moment, but is always very relevant and important. Cool. Let's kick this off. <laughs> um, Adele, just tell us about yourself, um, what you study, that um, kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm double majoring in history and ancient world history. That's, oh God, what else What else do I do? Um, You're a second year student here? I'm a second year student here. You might have seen me around. Um, Where are you from? I'm half Indonesian, half Australian. Noise. Lived in Indonesia for half my life, then came to Australia. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Cool. So you're very passionate about the Black Lives Matter movement and Mm -hmm. have helped organise stuff at St Hilda's. Um, Can you just tell us a little more about your passion there? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's something that should everyone should really be passionate about or at least have some sort of investment in. yeah, like as a person of colour, I've always been really dedicated to sort of battling racist, racism, especially considering my mum is Islamic in, mm-hmm. in today's age. That's kind of difficult. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's something that everyone should get around if you have any common human empathy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, yeah, so you kind of touched what got you interested in the issue, obviously. Yeah. Um, why do you think that the Black Lives Matter movement is so important at the moment? especially? Um, well, I just think it's more important, like, right now, because it's getting so much media coverage, and, like, it's really come to the forefront of everyone's, like, everyday day. And, like, yeah, I just think it's really important at the moment, because this is such a catalyst for further change. And so, like, I encourage everyone to sort of get around it and support it right now, even if you haven't really done all that much in the past. But, yeah, again, it's always been really important, but... It's kind of about harnessing that momentum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Why do you think it's important for people our age to get around the movement? Um, I think historically any revolution or, like, rebellion has been led by people our age, Um, particularly university students. And, you know, we're a new generation. We're coming into this old sort of system. And I think it's really up to us to be the forefront of that leadership, especially considering we are lucky enough to have an education like this. And, like, yeah, a lot of a lot of people older than us haven't been that lucky. And they don't think the same way we do because of that, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And we're definitely, like, spearheading a lot of movements. Yeah. I feel like even the climate change movement. Yeah, exactly. And just, yeah, being a bit more aware. Mm. Yeah. I think we're a very politically engaged generation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Well, <laughs> not to tell <laughs> <our> <laughs> own <laughs> Not that people older aren't politically engaged, yeah. but just, like... Yeah. yeah. This was just a fun question. So, you know, ScoMo's been saying a bit of things and, mm-hmm. you know, 
He said he doesn't think Australia is racist. Do you think Australia is racist? Um, look, <laughs> what a you deep question. Yes. Um, yeah, I think Australia is racist. <laughs> um, I think it's like two tiered. Like, there's obviously the systemic racism that like Indigenous and First Nations people have to go through, but then also it's just like this really weird sort of casual racism that's like mm. so ingrained in Australian culture, and like. Like, to the point that it's, like, a Cards Against Humanity card. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just that racism isn't necessarily as, obviously, dangerous as systemic racism. But it is still absolutely prevalent yeah, in absolutely. culture. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Even when we were watching um, the Adam's Good doc- Adam Good's documentary, mm. just the offhand comments made by the news reporters, yeah. you're like... Surely they know that it's not okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's just weird to think because, like, they obviously don't really have any ill intent. It's just, like, funny to them. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's so, like, privileged to me. It's just really, I don't know, yeah. it's really I, gross. I think Australia is quite a harmful, like, um, she'll be right attitude. Yeah, exactly. Where it's kind of like no- nothing is taken too seriously, even things that should be taken yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Even the reactions from um, when, what was his name, something... Was it Riley? The guy in the documentary, um, he was like the head of one of the football clubs and then he just apologised and everyone expected it to be okay. Yeah. Even that, it's just mm. like yeah. the reactions towards racist comments, I think, mm. perpetuate or like yeah. emphasise racism. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Also, um, those who are at college, we did have a screening of the Adam Goods documentary, The Final Quarter last Friday, but if you're at home or if you didn't get to check that out, we'd really recommend it. Very yeah. good. Very insightful. It was really good. Yeah. Especially, I would have no idea about Australian culture, because I've lived here like two years. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it was really eye-opening. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise how like how much shit people got away with. Yeah. Like, yeah. All those comments in the media, I was like, how the hell did you get away with this stuff? Like, yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And so, it kind of... I think Australians are criticising America a lot at the moment, yeah. but we kind of got to take a step back and have a look at ourselves as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shall we get back to that? Yeah. <laughs> no, next question. Um, What's something that you've seen in the news at the moment that has annoyed you or is a misconception of the movement? Oh, there's been a few media misconceptions concerning a lot of protests. Oh, you can go into it. <laughs> go for Tell it. Tell us all about it. I mean, in particularly... The, like, the American protests at the moment, not very local, but, like, just people being, like, they're looters, they're violent, all this stuff when, like, you know, there's been evidence of, like, cops planting bricks for people to pick up and, like, undercover cops just, like, starting the looting and stuff. It's just mm. really backward to me. But then, like, oh, just so much in the media that's annoying me right now. Oh, <laughs> ScoMo saying there was no slavery in Australia. Yes. Oh, what a dumbass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus, that's just, like, common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to laugh or otherwise you'll cry. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. But, like, that really bugged me. Mm. I even saw something, like, um, you know, how they're all, all the, like, the media was having a bit of a go saying, you know, the protest, it's got lots of people jam-packed together. But then I saw a photo of the same day at a mall in, mm. like, Melbourne oh, or yeah. somewhere in Australia. Yeah. And it was, like, the same amount of people. Yeah. But, like, because it's being, like, yeah. because it's not the protest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's fine. Like, why are people allowed to gather to shop but yeah. not to um, protest the For rights of... Literally like, just human, human rights. rights. Yeah. yeah. God. Frustrating. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, then moving on to something that's kind of like a bit nicer, what would you like to see change in the future in Australia slash in college? Um, I think from my personal perspective, it's just sort of like I want like more Indigenous people to be like actually involved in like everyday Australian life. I know growing up in like Bendigo, Victoria, never saw an Aboriginal person ever and like I know that's because they've been somewhat financially isolated in certain areas and it's because of gentrification but it's so like, I don't know, I feel so separated from them and it, I just want them to be like more involved in everyday life and I, yeah, I want like all of their domestic abuse rates to go down, their suicide rates, all of like all of those rates are just so wild at the moment and like I want someone to actually address the intergenerational trauma that they're going through but no one really is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, at college. What do I want to change at college? Um, I think more diversity would never hurt. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, just more like, what's the word? We can like easily get into something. Like make it more achievable. Accessible? For in- yeah, accessible for Indigenous students to come here and set up like support programs for those Indigenous kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, like what kind of what we're starting on now it's like more education programs for people who don't know a lot about Indigenous activism yeah. or don't know a lot about Indigenous like, culture. Yeah. 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 I think definitely also um, more representation for Indigenous people in the college issues. Yeah. Like we have the queer rap and the international rap. Yeah. We don't have an Indigenous rap. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah, the first step for college, at least like people at college maybe, is educating mm. ourselves on these issues. Yeah, definitely. Which segues into the next question. Yeah. What would you recommend for someone who can't go to a protest or doesn't have the funds to donate to help the movement? Yeah, I guess probably the most helpful thing you can do is, like, educate yourself. Don't expect, like, Aboriginal people to do that for you. Like, there's plenty of sources online that you can have a look at. And then also call out casual racism when you see it. Like, it's just so... It's such an everyday accepted thing these days, and it it really shouldn't be. So, like, if you hear someone making, like, an insensitive joke, just be like, hey, not that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, like, ask them, why is that funny? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then make them kind of reflect on what they've said. Yeah, yeah. make them feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shame them. Shame. <laughs> but, yeah. No. And I think that's kind of a nice note to end it on. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. coming. <laughs> we appreciate the chat. <laughs> no, thanks so much for coming on. guys thanks to everyone who contributed or sent in a question special thanks to Adele and we're going to be taking a little bit of a break over the holidays so there won't be another podcast episode and for a little while yeah but we'll see you soon and we hope you guys enjoy your holidays yeah enjoy yourselves bye bye